This is a certified hood classic. What now, what now, when you hear me Hey guys, this is Spartacus here, and welcome back to another video. I hey Tristan, if you went camping and woke up with a condom sticking out of your ass, would you tell anyone? No. Want to go camping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Where'd you hear that one? I actually heard it from TikTok. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I was looking through the comments, and apparently it's kind of an old joke, as a lot of people have heard it before, but that was my first time ever hearing it. I don't know if you've heard it. Do you uh, remember that one joke that everyone told in like elementary school? They're like, yeah, have you seen the clowns that hide from gay people <laughs> yeah. McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. I was just actually thinking about that on my on the car ride uh, home from work today. I was literally thinking to myself things that we used to like say as kids and mm. like try to like trick the other person from like answering it the wrong way like i know a popular yeah. one was like are you gay and then you'd be like no and then be like, do your parents know you're gay like that, that was a do really your classic know you're gay. Yeah, i remember that, that one. was a classic one mm -hmm. uh but they the clown i forgot about the clown one uh but that was definitely a popular one too the real question is have you seen the clowns at mcdonald's that hide from gay people uh maybe <laughs> oh it's a yes or no question for sure uh, fuck uh no <laughs> Well, that makes a lot of sense now, it? <laughs> yeah i guess it does <laughs> actually like when you say that joke it's funny too because like after the person says no like what do you even say after that like what like when you start the joke because like you have you just let the other person realize like what they just said <laughs> i don't know but uh, yeah, so anytime like i remember i fell for that i i, oh, I fell yeah. hook line and sinker mm -hmm. the first time someone asked me that and i just said no then everyone else started laughing so i feel like if someone says no you just start laughing yeah yeah same with like uh do, do your parents know you're gay or something like that like i always i always fell for that the first time uh, oh, but, yeah. but of course and it's funny this is like mm -hmm. first and second like first and second grade like is that this is usually where the jokes started to occur i think uh one of those jokes uh my ex-girlfriend's younger brother he tried to pull that kind of stuff on me it's like dude i've already gone through this like you can't trick yeah. me <laughs> you should have tricked him you should have asked him if he felt oh, see if i should i didn't even think about that i'm trying to think of other ones too i i remember you should have you should have just gone to him and been like 10 or 11. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one too. Yeah, 10 or it's, it's funny too. Why does it always have to be with gay gayness? It's always has something to do with gay, being gay. I don't know why. Uh, it's kind of funny like how that works in kids' brains. And it's, what's weird too is that like some of the things, like some of those things, they still stick to this day when it comes to like the current generation of like first and second graders. Like they still say the same jokes we did as kids. Like, I, I don't mm -hmm. know. It's kind of weird how it just is still has moved on and so I, I kind of wonder to myself like especially with like like the gay ones like i wonder like how long ago those like originated from uh but it, yeah i don't know like another one i don't know if you remember this this wasn't really like so much a joke when like asking a, someone else a question but do you remember when like we would take pictures together as kids and one person would put like the peace sign behind someone's head as for like rabbit bunny ears or bunny yeah. ears? Yeah. But yeah, like, do, do you remember like people telling you that when you did that, it's supposed to mean turn around and kiss me? 
No. <laughs> you never see. That's what I was told. I was told that, and I don't know why it still sticks with me to, uh, to this day. But that's just that's one thing that I always thought was kind of odd because I'm like, well, I I know it's supposed to be kind of like a joke when you take a picture and it's supposed to be bunny ears. I knew that like from the start. But then like I remember this one girl like uh, told was telling me because I like did it behind somebody. They're like, that's that's supposed to mean like turn around and kiss me or something like that. I'm just like, yeah. what? <laughs> you should have been like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why didn't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to me uh, how I remember, still remember some of these things as kids. Uh, it wasn't even like first and second grade. I remember it being like a fifth and sixth grade thing. I was like, it was like around the time when like we all started like hitting puberty. I feel uh, like that's yeah. when a lot of like big gay jokes started to maybe max i mean yeah i guess that's true i don't know i i don't know i i guess that's i mean i think when we get to like fifth and sixth grade level obviously we start to have a better understanding of like what these words actually mean i suppose so we that's probably why we use them a lot more often yeah i remember like in the middle like fifth and sixth grade was the time when you would like hear things from like maybe like your friends like older brothers or like from high schoolers and it would always oh, yeah. be like the weirdest things. Like I don't. Like, it never. It didn't happen with me with puberty. But like, like oh yeah, I remember one of my friends told me that you start peeing out blood because girls are girls obviously have their periods. It's like oh yeah, whenever you're a guy, you start peeing out blood. It's happened to me. I've never heard that. <laughs> if you oh start... yeah, it's supposed to fucking happen. <laughs> so, so, wait, you're, wait, hold on. You're not peeing out blood every month. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no, if you're peeing out blood, you gotta see a doctor. Like holy shit, mm-hmm. I would scare the fuck out of me i don't know if you've ever pissed blood before i haven't but i know that if i ever do it's gonna scare the shit out of me (laughs) and i like the worst part is like if you start pissing blood and you don't know what the cause could be that's when it like becomes a huge problem but if you like know you got like hit in the junk really hard then you gotta know that's why maybe why you're pissing blood (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i remember my dad used to get kidney stones like all the time really and ever yeah mm-hmm. so like ever since then i've gotten like i'm always paranoid that i'm gonna get them too so i purposefully i try to drink extra water he He's... also had a shitty diet and he never drank water he only drank coke uh... and he did coke too but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I only, yeah i i only yes yeah, so because of that i try to drink extra water oh. i'm always paranoid about it and i heard it's like i know, like there's women out there who will have a kidney stone and then, like there's this one lady that my someone in my family knew that uh, she had kidney stones and then she had an all natural childbirth and she said she'd rather go through the all natural childbirth again than uh, have another kidney stone. Holy fuck, that's crazy. Jeez, you know it's kind of funny you mention that too because I never hear about women getting kidney stones. It's always mostly it's mostly men, and I don't really know what causes it either. Uh, but like the thing about kidney stones, I, I think it comes down to a bunch of if you have like a bunch of sodium and you're not having enough water. Oh, so you need H two O in your system essentially. Yeah. Oh, huh. Interesting. Yeah, I I've heard some stories about people getting kidney stones. Actually, uh, Bob, our for, the former basketball coach uh, at our school, he got a kidney stone. I remember Alex like on the bus ride home from like a game. He asked him, he's like, "Hey, Bob, did you ever have you ever had a kidney stone?" And, he, and like they're just yelling across the bus, so everyone's hearing like this conversation. And he's like, "Yeah, I did." It was like he was like saying it was like the worst experience of his life or something. <laughs> I, I remember him saying that like if you got a hook shot in a game, he would give you a coke. Yeah, I got I got a coke. I think I got maybe got two. I think I might got two really? cokes from him. Yeah. Uh, and did the, yeah. did the coke explode in your face whenever you opened it up after he gave it to you? 
No, I think it, I, like, it was all shaken up. No, why? Why would it be shaken? Oh, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I'm glad you got that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I don't even. I think I'd probably like wait maybe the next day to drink it or something. But you know, I actually kind of liked how he did that because it gave us an incentive to like uh, try really hard to like pull some sort of move. Like for obviously a hook shot, you know, that's more of a post move. That's something that I need to work on. But I think for like Alex and Noah, you know, I think he would give them a coke if they were to get a charge. And uh, I think, and so it made us uh, become a little bit more aggressive in a way. Uh, the hook shot, you know, it's funny because the hook shot, I pretty much had it down. I pretty much still have it down with my right hand because I'm a right-handed person. But sometimes getting the left hand is a real pain in the ass. And, you know, I watch like NBA and the college basketball and I see some of these guys who do hook shots. Uh, and I'm just like, holy fuck, like these guys literally have it down. Like they know, they completely mastered it. And of course, uh, if Bob was there, coach uh he, they'd be like be flooded at their home with like just coke cans everywhere um, mm-hmm. uh, and and so uh going back to the whole kidney stone thing uh, i like is there like a way to reduce like the stone like to dissolve it before you can piss it out because or do you have to piss the entire thing out I, I I'm I'm pretty sure that I, I there might be a way to surgically remove it but I, I I'm pretty sure that you just have to let it pass through your system Oh my god, I... Ugh. Drink water, kids. Yeah, That's all I, I remember, can say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just always drink water. Not just for that reason. There's a million reasons why, but that's right. definitely one of them. Uh, yeah, I'm there's, actually... there's something about drinking water, like, first thing in the morning whenever you wake up. It's like, it, you're like I drink water. I, I try to drink, like, a glass of water before I go to bed, and it, it's supposed to help you sleep, but, like, once I get up in the morning, there's nothing better. Like, if I have coffee or anything else in the morning, I, I always try to drink, like, a glass of water beforehand. And it just, or, like, have you waking up in, like, the middle of the night, like, dehydrated as fuck? Oh, yeah, you 100%. just have a glass of water. It tastes like it came from God's personal pond. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Especially uh, the hometown that we lived in growing up. Like, we have, oh, yeah, they have the, the best, best water. water. Like, it's not even a debate. You can't debate it. No. I know everyone, mm-hmm. like, is used to growing up with the water that they lived in their house, all the tap water for that, that is. But, like, like the water here, especially living at a base of a fucking mountain, it, like, you can't get any better water than this. It's insane. And yeah. so, like, anytime I, I, I live somewhere else, like, in a city or whatever the case may be, I cannot stand the tap water. I have to buy, like, bottled water. I really, I really need is, like, a mm-hmm. filtered watered thing. Um, but yeah, still. Yeah, we, we got a water, we got a water filter on our, uh, uh, on our fo- fridge. Oh, fridge. Super clutch, yeah. You can put it on the faucet too, can't you? I'm pretty sure. Or you can just get those Brita water filters. Those things are really good. I don't know how spendy they are, but they have always have really good water. What's the Brita it, water filter? Uh, it's just a just a pitcher, and there, you put a water filter in it, and you put any sort of just tap water in there, any water, whatever, and it mm. filters through it, and then you can drink it. Okay, that's the one I was thinking of. The that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's crazy how good the water is here, and I just cannot oh, yeah. stand having it anywhere else. It, yeah, we're so spoiled. Definitely. Oh, without a doubt. And then, like, I remember during sporting events, like, families from, like, the opposing teams would, uh, like, go to the water fountain and just, like, fill up, like, gallon jugs. Oh, yeah, water. I remember that, too. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, and what's also really nice, especially uh, at football practice, we would have that, like, PVC pipe thing set mm-hmm. up. And, oh, oh, my, I remember that. I just, like, I remember, like, I wouldn't even just drink it. I would just, like, put it all over my face, especially during, like, like the two-a-day practices we had over the summer, mm-hmm. and it was just super hot out. God, I remember, mm-hmm. like, was it my sophomore year? It could have been my freshman year. There was, like, one summer where we had two-a-days, and... Oh my God, 
it was so hot out. It was probably like in the 90s, but it, we also had a drought going on and we couldn't actually turn on the water uh, and the PVC pipe thing uh, to get water breaks. And I just remember being like so like so exhausted because we couldn't drink the water there from the drought to and of how hot it was and it was like also like fire season of course so like all the california smoke is coming towards us <laughs> and like we, the air quality is oh, not very good <laughs> oh my god I, I just remember that being really really difficult to get through and what's weird too i think my senior year i don't even know if we did this my junior year i don't know if we did this our junior year but uh i don't think we had two a days senior year I don't remember ever doing that uh, during the summer for for whatever reason. Uh, but of course, yeah. you know you played football. I remember junior year. I remember there was a there was a time period junior year when I, we had longer practices, if I remember right, like at the beginning of the season. Oh. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. I don't think we had two a days. We that could have been it. When yeah. I uh, was in Arlington, uh, my sophomore year. But other than that, yeah, no, I don't think I ever. So, I mean, I have experience too. It is, but yeah, whenever I moved back, I, I don't think we ever did. Huh. Yeah. I, cause I remember doing it, uh, with Doug when he was still coaching and what was kind of, and I, I remember like I, we kind of changed it up when I started playing. So like my eighth grade year, maybe my freshman year, I don't know. I can't think it might've been eighth grade and freshman year, the same thing where we would have practices in the morning and then we would go home and I would be here for like a couple hours. And I remember like, uh, between both practices, I would always play dead Island riptide or something like that on my Xbox 360. Uh, and my friends and I would just play it. And then I, then I'd have to get ready for my second practice. And and then, you know, I'd come home, eat dinner, and it was like rinse and repeat for the most part. Um, I think it only, did they only last two weeks? It was like one or two weeks that two days were or something, but. I think it was just one week. You know, I, I will say this though, like two a days are like a must have thing during your summer practices before the season starts because it actually gets you in shape really well. And I just mm -hmm. remember uh, like my eighth grade and freshman year, like whenever we finally got into our first games, we usually would play like quote unquote easier teams our first couple games anyway. But I just remember uh, seeing like a lot of the more athletic players on the team when we would start playing. And I just remember seeing like how much like more endurance we had compared to the other team. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm like, huh, I wonder if that has to do with like all that conditioning we would do during two a days, like doing ladders. Oh my God, ladders were a pain in the ass. I was always like one of the last people, which is kind of embarrassing. Uh, it's mostly because like my mm. calves would just start hurting like crazy uh i don't know oh, about yeah. you but like that's one thing that really sucks for me is my calves would start hurting a lot when doing um ladders uh, i don't know did you guys ever do that uh at your other school uh before like before you came back here to do football practice like like what kind of like conditioning drills did you guys do um like your there freshman this, sophomore year there's a uh, sophomore year there was this thing called we do these flights where you would run 10 yards touch the line, come back, and do it 10 times, so 60 yards total. 10 and back was one, and you'd do it two more times, so three total. And that was one. And if I remember right, you had to do 15 of those. Okay. And, and I think I think it was 15? I can't remember. But you had to do all of them uh, in order to pass the conditioning test to be on varsity, if I remember correctly. Oh. But it was like eight years ago, so I mean, I, I vaguely remember it. 
But you no, know, I mean, I definitely didn't pass it. I did not work out that whole summer, and I was in horrible shape. Yeah, same but, here. I mean, luckily, yeah. uh, in uh, in our hometown, I, you don't really get cut from anything. <laughs> like, I really don't mm-hmm. think yeah. I would have made it at the school you attended. Like, it, it it's, it, I mean, obviously, it's a in much football, bigger. Oh, you actually didn't get cut. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, you just, you just, it just came down. To, you, you, you just probably weren't going to play a whole lot. But other than that, yeah, football was one of the sports where you didn't get cut. Oh, interesting. I know basketball, they cut people. Uh, and of course, basketball is known yeah, for being do. really good at that school, too. Uh, and, and they have good coaches mm-hmm, there as yeah. well. And that's kind of the main reason why it's been mm-hmm. had such a good program. Uh, but, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I've always wondered, like, if I ever went to a bigger school, like, would I always get cut from these sports? Basketball, I probably would have. Uh, football, I probably would have. And yeah, so I, I did. You, yeah. Didn't you, you got cut from basketball like your freshman year or something, didn't you? Yeah. Right. And granted, it was my first time touching a basketball since seventh grade great and because mm. i mean in eighth grade that's whenever i tore my acl so i didn't play any sports at all well actually and you couldn't because well, you, uh, you we still were in the same class uh, uh our eighth grade year uh, and we didn't even have a basketball team that year no. anyway uh, you guys got to play on jv right no okay so this kind of pisses me off uh oh gosh i thought my i unplugged my mic there uh like this this really pisses me off actually so I did not know. I don't, so I don't think you could play on JV. I think you could just practice with the high school team uh, but or just with the high school JV team or something. But the thing is, nobody fucking told me about that. Like, I never knew about that until, like, it was, like, pretty much already too late. Uh, because Paul, I know, I think pretty sure he did that. But, like, even, like, I fucking hanged out with Paul, and he never fucking told me about that. And it was just like, what the fuck? I remember Colby did it, too. Oh, did he? Oh, see, see, no one fucking said anything to me. And it, like, it really pissed me off that nobody like told me about this. Cause I, cause I know we try to get like an eighth grade team going or a middle school team for that matter. And I, we just didn't like have enough people. I think we had like, maybe like, I think there was supposed to be like some sort of like first meeting to like make a basketball team, whatever the case may be. But only like five of us showed up, which is like exactly what you need for a team. And it just wasn't going to work. Or I don't know. I think the person who was supposed to coach just didn't really want to do it anyway. He didn't want really want to put in the effort. So that's why we didn't get to play um, our eighth grade year. But also the summer prior to that, I did go to a basketball camp, a, a summer basketball camp. And I was there for like, I think a week straight. Actually, Paul and I both went to it and it was tough. It was, that was like, definitely the toughest camp I have ever been to um and but it definitely teaches you a lot and I it's hard it's kind of funny because I felt like my coach that the team I was part of I felt like the coach could have done a little bit better uh looking back on it but I mean he wasn't terrible he's a really nice guy though and I and like the team was really nice to me for not being like as good as them (laughs) but uh either way uh it really sucked going to that camp trying to improve over the summer and then when school started up again we didn't have a basketball team and that really sucked and then of course you know the whole jv thing like being able to practice with them i don't think you could play games with them but nobody fucking told me about it and that really pissed me off it, it, i was maybe it, it made me really upset uh, uh but like uh so going back to like when you got cut uh so you were like i don't know what were your kind of expectations going back and trying out and like what were kind of your expectations were you expecting to be on the team or like i don't know what was your a mindset when that happened uh you know, going from a 2B school to a 4A, it was it was definitely a lot different. Like I said, I did not practice whatsoever. Uh, I remember, like, I had a basketball hoop outside my house, and I would just shoot hoops here and there, but I didn't practice dribbling. And I remember, like, a lot of the 
kids uh they played all throughout middle school and stuff like that and they knew plays and whatnot and they would start like calling out plays and different different drills and stuff like that and i wasn't familiar with any of it oh yeah but i mean but i mean it's it's on me because i didn't know what i was getting myself into and i i bought myself i, I bought a nice pair of basketball shoes too oh. and i end up just i end up just wearing them at school <laughs> i just wore it warm around <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely yeah. I I was not good, and I I didn't practice at all. That was a hundred percent on me. Yeah, uh, you know, because I mean, I just got out of football season, and football season went really well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, basketball in the bag, and wasn't. But at the same time, I'm in a way, like, I'm glad that basketball. I I didn't end up not being the team in basketball just because I was commuting from Darren Arlington. So every day for school, so like a thirty minute drive. So already staying there for football practice was already pretty lame. Mm. I would get up early in the morning for school five days a week, plus practice and all that stuff, and I wouldn't get home till like seven o'clock at night. So I'd have time to eat food, play around, do a black ops two, then go to bed. Oh yeah, of course, black ops two. Can't forget that part of your life. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Dude, I I remember. I, I know I've simped for Black Ops 2 all throughout <laughs> my life, but I remember the little house because we got evicted from our other house when it was like April of 2012. And then we lived in this two-bedroom house with one bathroom uh, right by the school. And I vividly, I still have dreams that I live in that house. Like I had a dream a couple weeks ago that I was walking around in that house. Oh, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. It's that kind of thing where, like, if I ever found out that the house was like open for rent, I would, I would seriously push in to try to move back in there, to, like even just for like a year, just to like get like nostalgia back in. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I vividly remember playing Black Ops Two in there, and like oh, I, I remember, and that was like in its prime too, and there were over like a hundred thousand people online on the weekends. Oh, I remember like God. on a Friday night because I mean our football games were every Wednesday so I mean because with varsity it's on Friday so after school on Friday I mean we'd have practice and then I'd just drive and then I'd get a ride back home hmm. and I'd go in my room that my brother and I shared and I'd get to have the TV and the TV was just a, com- a computer monitor that we had mounted on the wall oh really and I, yeah and I we had Jaden and I uh, shared a 360 and I and uh, he we would go back and forth like we'd have the 360 in the living room because where our main TV was and then I would take it whenever he wasn't on it hmm. we just take turns and I'd bring it in the room and play Black Ops two I, I I remember it like it was yesterday yeah it's it's kind of funny when you look back on some things like especially like a video game like Black Ops two like you don't just think about everything about the game itself you think about your surroundings and the environment you're in playing it like for me hmm. like I didn't play Black Ops two in my own bedroom I didn't even have a TV in my bedroom at the time so I'd have to play it out in the living room on this big TV which of course is not really ideal for gaming but I mean back then in like 2012 2013 no one really like had a lot of game monitors either but nonetheless uh i remember always going out there and i and like it always sucked when my parents were like watching tv because it's like oh my god all i want to do is play video games and they're using the tv that's it really sucked and i think we had like a pair of headphones that i'd always plug into like our receiver so that way i could like listen to the volume and of course it was it's a lot better than just having the speakers uh, but also since uh my house isn't like super big and if i was playing through the speakers you're probably gonna have like some some like i don't know 10 year old kid saying the n-word and my parents 
parents are going to yeah. hear it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally remember going out there and just always playing games. I remember one time, this, I think this was before Black Ops 2 came out, I was playing Modern Warfare 3, which was the Call of Duty game that I that got me into the series. And I remember I was out there, I think I even had the headphones on, and I was like, they liked, God, they told me to go to bed at like, I don't know, probably like 11 o'clock at night, but I stayed up to like past three in the morning playing Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer. And I, and I, and like I, oh. and, and my parents came out and they're like, you need to go to bed. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I, I just remember <laughs> staying up really late out there, just, just play, just grinding Modern Warfare 3 because I was just so into it. And, and obviously I still play Call of Duty to this day. And I, man, I, it's just so interesting looking back on like when I first got into Call of Duty and just seeing how passionate. I was playing the franchise and being so into it, especially since that was kind of my first time ever playing multiplayer games too. Like it was not only was my first time really ever starting to get into like rated M games or playing multiplayer games, uh, but like all is I don't know. I think the reason why it was my first time getting into online multiplayer games is because the Sony account, because I used to play on a PlayStation Three, like the Sony account I had was technically like a sub account of like my dad's. And I, for whatever reason, couldn't like play online because he like restricted it. So I had to play on my dad's profile or something like that. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know. And yeah, it's just kind of funny, like how much that that room has actually changed uh, since I started playing. Uh, I guess like the T. I guess it's still the same TV in there, but like the couch is like completely different than what we used to have, uh, and like some of the things that are on the walls as well. Uh, and I don't know. It's just really weird to think like um, just that you really think about the environment that you're in anytime you look back on something man i really went on a tangent there <laughs> i realize <laughs> you know i i i 100 percent feel you there it's like whenever i sit down and play block ops like i get i i definitely get the nostalgia there but like i'll never be able to replicate that feeling that i once had and that's why like i always i play every single cod whenever it comes out i pre-order all of them hoping for the best but I've just never been able, and I, it's it's not even that I want to capture that exact same Black Ops Two feel because I'm never gonna get that. No, nope, never again. gonna happen. But I want to get a Call of Duty that I really get into and enjoy, like when I I look forward to coming back, like coming home from work mm -hmm. and playing for a whole weekend. And you know, every like every COD, I get that feeling whenever it first comes out. Right. Like, like with Vanguard, my our, our my expectations were so low. And I end up liking the game more than I thought I was going to at first. So I kind of had that feeling for a couple weeks. But mm -hmm. then after that, I was like, oh, okay, no, I don't like this game. And I, I haven't touched it since, it, since it's the still last time you and I played Champion Hill. So it's been like a couple months probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the game, like, they, Season 3 actually just started today for Vanguard and Warzone. But the thing about Vanguard is like, like I, had, I was the same way. I had very low expectations. But that first uh, couple weeks... I was pretty impressed because we actually had a lot of original maps uh, that were pretty decent to play on. Uh, I mean, it was a lot different style World War II game. They're kind of breaking away from like, I guess, World War II thing because now you can get like King Kong and Godzilla skins in yeah, the shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Snoop Dogg's in the game. I forgot about that. There's oh, a Snoop Dogg I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Uh, He's I, just completing side quests at this point. Yeah, yeah a little really. bit everything. I think like he, his financial advisor was like, dude, you are spending so much money on marijuana that you need to start... You got to go back to work and start earning some more income. Like you're, during mm -hmm. your prime days of making all that music, it's not holding you up anymore and so now he's he's like the what is it oh god what's the word i'm looking for he's uh 
oh fuck me he's uh he's like one of the co-owners of like phase or something like that not co-owner but like co-something he's like one of like the board members yeah he's a board member of phase now uh he's in a call of duty game uh he he performed at the super bowl uh i try to think like he's just doing everything he can just give name out his name out there i know he's like in the corona commercials as well uh but like yeah Yeah, he has so much money the dude has a lot of money like even like yeah it's i mean I'm jealous, obviously, not mm-hmm. not just because of the money, but because he's accomplished a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's such an iconic figure too. Mm-hmm. Like oh, his yeah. name is like his name Snoop Dogg. Like nobody yeah. else has a name like that. Yeah, uh, there's a reason why he was in our Dream Blunt rotations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of crazy seeing all the crazy shit he's doing now and just getting his uh, face out there for people to see again. Uh, and you definitely don't see that with a lot of those uh, a lot of those kind of rappers back then uh, in the 90s. Uh, you don't really see them like poking their faces out anymore actually that's actually i was thinking of dr dre earlier today and didn't he get like something happened to him there was like some sort of health problem he had and i never heard an update on it uh do you remember this uh no i don't it was was it like an ah, fuck i don't know if this is the right word but did he have like an aneurysm or something like that like i honestly you should google it oh, fuck me god damn it so google get up get your ass over here okay Dr. Dre. Uh, what if I just search his name up? Like, what comes up? What disease does he have? Oh, yeah, it's a brain aneurysm. This this was posted June fifteenth of twenty twenty one. What did it say? Oh damn! Yeah, you never heard this? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, Dr. Dre kicked off the year in the hospital after kicked. Why the fuck did they have to say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Dr. Dre kicked off the year in the hospital after suffering a brain aneurysm, a medical emergency. He said he never imagined he'd face. Hmm. I I don't know. Uh, I think what's Dr. Dre update on brain health damage? I'll just say brain health. Um. Dr. Joe kept a brain aneurysm. What the fuck's going on with my thing? Okay, uh, oh, this is actually a quote from him. It says, But I'm taking care of myself, and I think every black man should just check that out and make sure things are okay with the blood pressure. Hmm. So that had something to do with blood pressure, I guess. Adding that he's feeling hmm. fantastic now. Dr. Joe, he's moving on and hopes. This was posted... This is the same fucking day, actually. Uh, that's interesting, huh? So... Yeah, so I guess he did get a brain aneurysm, but it looks like he's fine now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about yeah, I was thinking about him earlier today because I'm like, oh, I haven't heard anything about like what if his health is still good or not. Uh, but sounds uh, like he needs a doctor. Yeah, doc, we'll get Doctor Pepper. <laughs> He'll help yeah. him out. Uh, Do you remember whenever Jeff would hang out outside classes with his speaker? And it'd be playing oh music my really loud. God, yeah. And, and and he would play "I Need a Doctor" by Doctor Dre. <laughs> I need a doctor, doctor, to bring me back to life. He's <laughs> singing that. Oh, God. What a, that's, that's such an oldie, too. Uh, okay, so I, I should we should like move away from Dr. Dre here, and I got to let you all know about the Landing Podcast Instagram page because it is now officially Ooh. out there. We have two posts right now, only one thing posted on our story, which I wanted to ask our followers, which by the way, shout out to the eight followers we currently have right now. I mean, it hasn't even been a week since I created this thing, so thank you for all of you. More than one follower a day. Yep, exactly. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so in this uh, Instagram page, 
page, pretty much all the things that are going to be posted on it are pretty much just updates on like, hey, a new episode is live, whatever. And then uh, I'll also show off some highlights from previous episodes, which is one of the latest posts I had on there. Uh, but I also posted something on the story, and I'll definitely do this multiple times. And I'll ask the followers to send in questions or feedback that they can type in on the story. And so I wanted to go ahead and read a response from one of our listeners. His Instagram handle is xxfishdogxx, and he said, or he asked, how Horrible. much, how much you two packing? So I guess so we have to answer this now that I now that this person asked it. Thank you so much for the response, by the way. Uh, and how much are we packing? Well, if you we can either do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The easy way would be just telling you. The hard way. Is it the easy way or the flaccid way? The flaccid. <laughs> yeah. Is it the easy way or the flaccid way? Uh, honestly, uh, I don't know, Tristan. How much are you packing? I don't even know how much you're packing. My 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 cock's like my height, statistically above average. But you're not gonna fucking tell by looking at it. Yeah, that's true. My, my, I'm five ten. <laughs> my average male height's five nine. Yeah, I'll just say that mine is half the size of my height. So. Uh, and that's um, when it's two inches. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's when it's a uh, flaccid. Um, so, yeah, th thank you so much, uh, Fish Dog, oh, for you. sending in that question. We really appreciate it. And uh, make sure you guys do go ahead and follow the Landing Podcast over on Instagram. There should be a link in the description for this episode for all of you guys to check out. Um, but yeah, going back to uh, some other topics here, uh, I the draft is tomorrow. Oh yes, that's right. The draft is tomorrow. I have not done any of my research whatsoever on the draft. I have no idea like what some of the top uh, picks are going to be, uh, for tomorrow. Uh, well, I guess, I guess the draft will already happen by the time this goes live. So, uh, I don't know, Tristan, how, what, what, have, what do you know about the draft right now? I mean, the, this draft I'm not that excited about. I, I feel like there's not a whole lot of, like, standout talent, really. I mean, but the one thing I do appreciate about this draft is no one exactly knows. Like, there's no, like, locked-in first overall pick. Like, last year, everyone knew Trevor Lawrence was going to go first overall. This year, it's a huge debate whether or not it's going to be Trayvon Walker, who's a, a defensive end from uh, Georgia. There's a bunch of Georgia players in this draft, that, uh, and there's just a ton of talent on that team last year. Like They had a historically good defense. Mm -hmm. and uh, So, I mean, a bunch of Georgia players are going to get drafted this year, probably in the first round as well. But, uh, yeah, there's Trayvon Walker, there's Aiden Hutchinson, who's an edge rusher from Michigan, and then there's uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who's a defensive end from uh Oregon, I remember he was originally he was projected to go number one. Now people are seeing him slide like down to like the like right uh somewhere in the later in the top ten. Let's say like five, picks like five through eight uh, because people are concerned about his motor and that he doesn't like football. But he was hurt for a good majority of mm. last year. But whenever he's healthy, he is insanely good, and he just ran a four five eight. Personally, I'm hoping that he slides down to number nine so Seattle can get him. Oh, yeah. But, but I'm not getting my hopes up there. I mean, and like Aiden Hutchinson, like I I, I don't think he's going to be that good. I feel like he's overhyped personally. I mean, in his game against Georgia, he did not do well. And Georgia had a – they're like the most like NFL caliber team of mm -hmm. all the college uh, teams that uh, Michigan played last year. 
I just think he's overhyped, but I mean, what do I know? I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be a bust, and boy, was I wrong about that. Oh, Same God. with Josh Allen. But and now I you love him. Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I had to root for him because the Bills got him. But mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I'm hoping that the Seahawks get uh, Derek Stingley. He's a cornerback from LSU. LSU always has they have a good track record with just uh, uh, college players in general, but especially with corners, you know. Uh, Patrick Peterson went to LSU. Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, I was gonna say uh, the one that re- that re- really wasn't good was Thurold Simon. I remember in Super Bowl Forty Nine, whenever Jeremy Lane got hurt, uh, Thurold Simon went in and took his place, and he was atrocious in that game. Julian Edelman just ran all mm. over him. Uh, Tre'Davious White, who's a really good corner for Buffalo, he's from he went to LSU, and there's just a lot of talent to come out of LSU. So I, I really want to get him. He's like 6'1". He's been hurt for the past two seasons, but whenever he plays like a full season, he's really good. Like he, like there are uh, videos of him going against a Jamar Chase in practice. And Jamar Chase is a stud receiver for the Bengals now. Uh, mm-hmm. And they went against each other in practice. And for the most part, Derek Stingley was, uh, well, was on him like, like a fly. But yeah, he was just covering him really well the whole entire time when, when was shutting him down. But I'm hoping we get him. I mean, uh, Sauce Gardner, he's a corner for Cincinnati. He's tall and lanky, and Pete Carroll seems to really like tall and lanky receivers, or uh, corners, I mean. But hmm. I don't know. I'm really hoping we get Derek Stingley, and I'm hoping that the Bills get Brees Hall, who was a running back from Iowa State. They need to get a really good uh, They need to get a good running back this year. That or uh, another corner, because, I mean, Tredavious White tore his ACL last year, and they're, I, I can't remember who the other quarterback was, but it wasn't, I mean... After he was hurt, their secondary definitely wasn't the same. And I mean, how could it be when your star corner is out for the year? Right. But, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that the Seahawks get Derek Stingley. And so they have the ninth pick, but chances are, knowing Pete and John, they're probably going to trade down. And if Stingley, Gardner, and Thibodeau are all gone by number nine, which I don't think that's going to be the case, they're probably going to trade down. And of all the, the thing about this draft, too, is that it's a very, very weak quarterback draft like mm. uh there isn't but out of all the court uh quarterbacks if we were to get one i'm de- i'm down to stick with big cock uh lock for a whole year and just see how he does do you say but, big cock lock yeah that's oh. his name oh yeah, I... <laughs> yeah the, drew's just a nickname but uh <laughs> my i i want like if we did get a corner or a quarterback yeah i would hope like if we get one nine overall, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking livid, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm like maybe in like round two or three. I'm hoping that we get Desmond Ritter, who's a quarterback from uh, Cincinnati. I mean, I, I out of all the highlights that I've seen from quarterbacks, I just happen to like him. I mean, people are talking about like Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, and uh, but it's just yeah, I like I like Desmond Ritter. I mean, he's fine. It's not someone that like I'm like super pumped about, but I feel like. I don't know. I think he's going to be the most successful quarterback out of this whole entire draft, but I don't know. We'll just wait and see. He's not someone I'm dying to get, but if we did get a quarterback in like round two or three, that's a quarterback I'd want to get. But, hmm. and I mean, the draft is tomorrow. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, I'm I don't, watch it from start to finish. I, I don't hear anything about like 
quarterback prospects this year because last year obviously it was all about Trevor Lawrence you know uh and, but yeah this year I don't hear like I, I don't know I feel like I heard a lot about the draft last year but I don't hear really anybody talking about it this year at all whatsoever and I don't know if you have you ever done a mock draft before oh yeah I I, I did them I've done three or four okay yeah because like from my understanding like how you would create a mock draft is you try and look at the teams and you try to point out what their weakest points are. Like before the Denver Broncos got Russell Wilson, they're pretty much their weak point, especially on the offense was a quarterback because they didn't have a good quarterback for their offense. And now of course they do. So hypothetically speaking, if, if Russell Wilson was still playing for the Seahawks and Broncos were out looking for another player to draft, uh, I, I would imagine they would want to get a quarterback. Uh, but I mean, of course, like you got to remember, like, it kind of depends on like who gets first picks and I like correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I've never actually really sat down and watch an NFL draft. I've only seen highlights of them. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, but so it like a lot of people like might think that a team is going to pick up a certain player, uh, or for a certain position, but then they end up going into a different direction and pick up somebody else. Uh, and so because of that, it may screw up other teams down the line who might have a draft later on and they end up like, so they have to like fall back on like another person that they can't, that they like their, their first priority is like gone now. So they move on to another priority. Is that how like they normally do it? I assume, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, maybe I'm just like talking nonsense out of my ass. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I, I kind of lost it like halfway through. So, like, uh, re explain that, please. Okay, fuck me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't think I did a good job explaining it. So, okay, let's see. Let me think here. So, let's say Carolina Panthers, they want to get a running back, uh, but there's someone ahead of them in the, who, who can get a draft pick, and they end up getting the uh, running back that Carolina wanted. And so Carolina's like, oh, well, we can't pick up this guy anymore. So do they have, like, a, a backup plan on, like, who else they could draft? Uh, is, like, is that how, like, usually teams work it out? I don't know. Does that make sense? Am I? Yeah, saying- yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, if, if the player that they want to draft is already taken, I mean, usually they have a backup plan. There's a good chance that they'll just trade down. Cause, I mean, if you trade down in the draft – Another team's going to take your pick, and they'll, you'll get that pick in an exchange. You'll get their pick, and then you'll probably get extra picks there. I mean, if it's an absolutely stacked draft, there's plenty of other cha- talent to choose. But usually when you go into the draft, there's one, like, number one need. Unless you're a team that's rebuilding and you need multiple, like Seattle. Right. I mean, when it comes to Seattle, I mean, we need we need a line. We need, uh, we need pretty much everything on defense except for safeties. I mean, and... and uh, yeah, it's just whenever it comes to teams that need a lot of things, they'll usually stay where they're at and just draft somebody else. But if they need to get one certain th- if they want one certain player that they're zoned in on and someone takes them ahead of them, then they'll usually just trade down. Does Jamal Adams still play for Seattle? Okay, oh, I, th- yeah. I thought so. Okay, because I haven't heard about him in a long time. Uh, but, okay, I was just curious about that. I, I Do you remember, uh, I can't remember which game it was, but, like, when they're, like, introducing uh, the lineup and <laughs> Jamal Adams comes up, he, he he's, like, he, like, says his name, and then instead of saying, like, where he's from, he's just like, I'm the best in the nation or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I do. That was, I remember. And I think he, I don't even think he had a good game either, like, in that, on that, in that game. Yeah, either, but, but, you know, Jamal Adams was my he's my favorite safety in the NFL. He was my favorite safety in the NFL whenever he played for the Jets. And I mean, he's been he's just not great in coverage. He's like a, mm-hmm. he's really good at uh, open field tack, tackling. 
he hits hard. But and then he's good. He's he's good at a pass rushing. I mean, he had nine and a half sacks for us in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But and he was hurt for some of last year too. And then Quandre Diggs, our other safety, he, I think he tore his ACL and MCL, or he had a really bad knee injury in week right. seventeen. So he's he's going to be out for most of the season this year. But we did extend him, which is cool. I mean, good for him. He deserves the money. He's a beast of a safety whenever he's healthy. Yeah, but, watch Jamal Adams just completely go off this next season. He's just going to... I hope he does. Yeah, I, I hope so, to. too. Because uh, Seattle mm. really needs to have like some outstanding players step it up this year, especially with on the offense having Russell mm-hmm. Wilson gone and Bobby Wagner being gone on the defense. Like it, it's oh Yeah, and they re-signed, they re-signed Rashad Penny to a one-year deal. So this is like a prove-it year for him. Because, I mean, he's made a glass, but whenever he's healthy... He does really well. Like at the end of the season, last season, he was doing really good. Like, yeah, he was averaging smokes. like 150 yards a game. God, like Penny is a really good player. But like you said, he's pretty much made a glass. He gets hurt constantly. We're just really lucky that he hasn't had an injury yet that's like super detrimental. Like, I'm going to knock on wood right fucking now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he <laughs> tore his ACL in 2019, and that I, was a bad one. But I'm saying like he didn't receive like an injury that was that where he was going to be out for so long that they did they did they just cut him like they didn't like they still yeah. kept held on to him which i'm glad they did because he is a really good player oh yeah he's good whenever he's healthy i mean he seems like a good locker room guy he always seems really positive mm-hmm. whenever you hear him talk yeah you don't really yeah, i guess you don't really hear him talk too often most maybe because he's always heard it so there's no point of talking to like mm-hmm. the press talking to him or whatever uh but yeah, yeah I, I will have to, i'm really curious to see how seattle's gonna play next season i my hopes aren't super high especially with their competition the division i mean the rams are fucking stacked they just won a super bowl 49ers are i, I don't know the 49ers are definitely beatable well actually because seattle beat them twice last year surprisingly i don't know how that happened uh but uh, but you know the 49ers are definitely beatable uh but they're still technically quote-unquote a better team than seattle right now uh and then another yeah. uh cardinals I, I, yeah. oh, oh go ahead sorry you know how it, how it works in our division is that the Rams always beat us. Mm-hmm. The Niners always beat the Rams. We always beat the Niners. And then the Cardinals, it just seems like Cliff Kingsbury seems to find a way to shoot himself in the foot. I mean, <laughs> we split the series with them last year. but That's I right. Know. I mean, I'm curious to see if Kyler Murray is going to get a long-term deal. I mean, he's a ton of fun to watch. but uh, And, I mean, they, tra- they, uh, they got rid of Christian Kirk, so I'm curious to see if they're going to get a receiver in the draft. I mean, there's the uh, receiver... Uh, the receiver position is really deep in this draft too. There's a bunch of different receivers to choose from. I feel like I would have wanted to be a receiver. Like if I was a really fast person, I felt like I would have tried to become a receiver in mm. uh, high school uh, or a tight end. That was when I, I kind of wish I would have tried out more and like try and catch the ball more often. But like, I don't know. I, w- I really wish I was a faster person uh, because I think I, I it would have been a lot more fun trying out different positions other than being the stereotypical uh, tackle guard and nose guard lineman. I just, I don't know. Cause like it, you're, cause linemen, like the thing about linemen, they have an extreme, extremely important role and but the thing about linemen is like they never get any of the glory you know because no. they, they never it's extremely rare for them to score touchdowns uh and if they do it's probably usually on defense i would say um for yeah, like fumbles most, or pick sixes but most of the time people who watch football are just watching whoever has the ball 
Well, it's not really uh, the viewer's fault either, because when it comes to like the cameraman, you have to keep an eye on where the ball is at, too. Uh, So there's also that. Um, And and of course, (laughs) another thing is like you might see like a receiver or whoever run for like, I don't know, a 40 yard touchdown. They're celebrating in the end zone. Uh, But none of the linemen are there because none of them are conditioned enough to run down there and celebrate them because it's so far away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But but, you know, those linemen, like I don't know if you've ever stood next to uh, an offensive or defensive lineman in the from the NFL because when I went to Seattle's uh, camp one time, uh, they oh my god I remember standing next to the, some of those linemen and I'm just like holy mother of god these fuckers are titans like they're fucking huge and you don't really think about that when you're watching them on the field because everyone on the field is really big in size and so but like when when you actually come across an NFL player in person especially a lineman my fucking god those guys are fucking huge i oh it was crazy and like russell wilson i'm actually taller than him but like i remember like seeing him in person and seeing his hands and his hands are freakishly large i mean he's known for having freakishly large hands Mm -hmm. uh, which i'm really jealous of i was always kind of jealous of people who had bigger hands than me because my hand is i don't know if i'd call it small for my size i but it's definitely i don't consider my hands my fingers to be long or my hand to be big and i kind of wish i had bigger hands because i felt like it would have benefited me a little bit more in sports Yeah, it, it, think about this for sure. You said that you were by some of the O-linemen for the Seahawks, and you said they were like Titans. Seattle had one of the shittiest O-lines in the league, so imagine what it'd be like if you stood next to, like, I don't know, the Cowboys O-line. That's a good point. You make a really good point there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, like, who who do currently has the best line in the NFL? Uh, Patch, like oh, man. Kansas I, I, City, I, the Colt, maybe. The Colt, the Colt, uh, yeah, I mean they definitely upgraded it after their Super Bowl loss. But uh, the Colts have a good line. I mean, uh, Quentin Nelson's arguably the best guard in the league. Mm. He's an absolute bowling ball. That dude's a beast. <laughs> you're, you're gonna say a bowling ball? <laughs> yeah, he's an absolute bowling ball. I mean, he just he just tears down anyone that comes that go that tries to go through him. Yeah, have you ever? Uh gone up against someone one-on-one in like a up during a play in football and they're just like literally a brick wall like you could not move them whatsoever yeah i remember when i went to the u-dub football camp in eighth grade right, so i was i was a quote-unquote freshman i was going into freshman year and i i was uh I was, I was going against a corner and the guy was probably like i think he was a junior or a senior and he was probably like six two and he was just all muscle and he was in press coverage, so he was right in front of me at the line mm. of scrimmage and they hiked the ball. And it's just a seven on seven, and I could not get past me. He just kept pushing me and pushing me down and knocked me on my ass. It was humiliating. Ugh. But it motivated me to keep working harder. Oh, of course, yeah. Like every time you fall down, you get back up, and you're like, and you, it gets you pissed off, and it's like, fuck, you can't take this anymore. Yeah, uh, exactly. I never, I never had too many. Uh, uh, instances is that the right word to use the too many situations where yeah. i've gone up against a person one-on-one on the line because like since i was a lineman i was always lined up in front of someone and i've never really had too many uh issues going up against someone who was like a literal brick wall and i couldn't move them like like on offense uh, which i enjoyed i think I, I would say i was definitely a better lineman on offense than i was defense and uh being on offense uh, especially when it came to like a pass play since uh linemen aren't allowed to like go past the line of scrimmage you can only like you can 
can only step back and like try and block. Uh, I remember it being a little bit easier because you don't necessarily have to like drive your feet and push him forward during a pass play. So I was always able to like pretty much manage control where they're moving and keep them away from our quarterback. Uh, and it really sucked too because I remember like our quarterback who was like fucking tiny as hell. Like he, like he would get sacked a lot and he was really tough for getting hit all the time because like some of the other linemen we have like they never fucking stay on their blocks and it always pissed me off how I'm the only, I'm like the one person like even my brother too I'd say like we would be the ones always blocking the guy on the line and then all these other linemen like they don't know how to fucking block and we and they always end up sacking our quarterback that's why we, like, like one of the biggest reasons why we couldn't even gain any yards is because of how often our quarterback was getting sacked and it just really mm-hmm. pissed me off it's like holy fuck you guys like you're really like I'm not even like that big of a person I might be like taller than all of you but I'm not like that wide I, I mean I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself like a string being either uh, but, yeah, especially in high school you're skinny yeah I was a lot skinnier in high school too and so it, I don't know just and like there was some we had some linemen who were definitely like bigger than me I'd say but it's just like come the fuck on like what are you guys doing like Parker holy fuck I loved it when he played football he was that was like the one person who was a brick wall I remember uh, doing uh, lineman drills like or like the kind of warm ups we would do right before a game and so with lineman drills we would pretty much uh, drive each other uh, forward uh, so that way we kind of like kind of break in you know pushing the our opponents and I remember doing that with Parker, and I could not for the life of me push him. Like, every time I'd uh, drive him forward, it was only because he was letting me do that. Like, he was literally, like, walking backwards because I could not fucking do it to save my life. He was the best brick wall lineman that I've ever played with on our team, and it really sucked that he couldn't play our junior and senior year because I think he had, like, some sort of foot injury. Uh, and, I, God, he was the best lineman. I really, And one of the other reasons why I wish he still played was because he was our nose guard, and he was the one who would always snap the ball and of course I ended up being the person center. who would send the center I'd say no I don't know why I say nose guard uh, but nose guard's on defense yeah defense I know I don't know why they call him a guard if you're on defense but whatever um, <laughs> either way uh, yeah I, w- I hated I did not like playing center that much uh, I didn't really like snapping the ball uh, I wasn't terrible at it though admittedly but uh, I could have done a, definitely done a lot better in certain cases uh, but like Parker was definitely the best center like I've ever played with mm-hmm. and uh, and I've never gone up against someone like him on the opposing team, like a, a brick wall. I've never really had it. There's only one time I can think of. It was actually the playoff game our freshman year, which I guess you didn't play with us back then. But he or it's not, excuse me. He I went up against this one guy who is like probably their tallest player on their team. And I think the school we were going up against, it was like two schools combined into one football team and they had way more players than us. Uh, and I remember this guy being like twice as tall as me, like twice as wide. And I remember when uh, the ball snapped and I was on defense trying to get past him. Uh, he would just kept, he, like he wouldn't even move. Like his feet were planted. He would just keep pushing me back. And I remember just standing there and I'm just like, yep, I give up. Like there's nothing I can fucking do here. <laughs> and we were already yeah. losing by like over 50 points anyway. So oh, <laughs> yeah, it was not a good game. It was not a good playoff game whatsoever, but we did break the drought of like not going to the playoffs for so long under school so that was pretty cool mm-hmm. i guess but yeah we, of course like we were like the lowest seed team going up against like the number one seed team so of course we got our asses mm-hmm. handed to um and mm-hmm. that usually happens in high school so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's the way it goes sometimes jeez god i don't know i oh yeah i wish i was a better lineman uh, i wish i could have played in dip- other positions i remember uh <laughs> i don't remember okay what year was this was it junior year? Oh, I can't remember, but I remember uh, one time 
they had me, I think we were doing like an eight man drill or something. And I think an eight man, a tackle can actually go out for a pass as if they're like a tight end. And so I remember they had me go out for a pass one time and the ball, like when I turned around, I think I turned around too late and the ball just totally hit me right in the fucking helmet. <laughs> like I did, it was so embarrassing and I never got past the ball again after that. <laughs> and I, 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 I think to myself, man, if I would have caught that ball, maybe they would have given me another chance. <laughs> catch it with your face mask. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch it with my face mask. Uh, isn't that what, uh, oh, who did that for the New York Giants? Uh, Eli Manning threw it, right? Was that or was it the helmet catch? What was the helmet catch? Yeah, the helmet catch. I was in Super Bowl forty-two. That, I mean, like what happened was he threw it to David Tyree and he caught he caught it and, his, and he hung onto it with his helmet. It didn't but, go like into his face. That's mask. right. Like his hand was on the outside and it was holding up against yeah. his helmet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I remember that play when it happened. Oh really? Yeah, we had my 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 dad threw a Super Bowl party and I remember watching it like as it happened. Huh. I don't even rem- I don't even remember watching football that much when I was a kid because I never really got into it until I was an eighth grader, which is definitely unique uh, for me to say because not very many people out there can say that they played five seasons of high school football. Uh, yeah. Um. So I was pretty lucky as an eighth grader to play on a JV team, and I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Like, honestly, the reason why I even turned out was because my parents were like really egging me on to do it. And so I'm like, why didn't you play in like peewees and midgets and juniors? So in elementary school, maybe when I was like first, second grade, maybe somewhere around that time, I remember I went to like a, uh, a DJA practice and I, and you guys were like already warming up and stuff like that. Uh, I don't really know why we didn't, I don't know why I never really went through with it. I remember feeling really intimidated though, showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't there for very long cause my mom like brought me there. Uh, and you know, I don't know why I never did, I guess. Hmm. First, like when I look back on it, I don't really th- remember my parents really ever bringing it up. Uh, okay, so you were allowed to play. It wasn't like that kind of thing where your parents wouldn't let you play. No, no, definitely not. They would have totally let me play. I'm, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I guess I could ask them about it if they've ever tried to convince me to go out when I was younger. I, I know. I just remember one time in particular, we went to the, one of their practices, and from what my mom told me, I don't remember this, but from what my mom told me years later when we were bringing up this conversation, that. Uh, I guess they were like warming up and they were taking forever to warm up. Like they just kept warming up for like, I don't know. They took like 30 minutes to warm up or I don't know. They were taking so long is what my mom told me about. I don't remember that back then, but I do remember showing up there and seeing them all warm up in their pads and stuff. I just remember feeling really intimidated. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I really, I really wish I I would have tried it out because I think I would have enjoyed it and a lot more. I probably would have improved a lot more when I got into high school too. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and also I think back in like Wee and DJA, like there's like a certain weight limit too, for you to be able to play in games. Isn't there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much I would have weighed. Cause I know I was like one of the taller kids in, in the school, but I don't think I weighed that much. I was pretty chubby too when I was younger. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but my, my brother though, he did play DJA one year before he could try out for the high school team as an eighth grader. 
Um, and I, I think my parents kind of forced him to do it because my brother, that was because he didn't do anything like prior to that. Like, he, I don't think he did like band. No, I guess he did do band because he, he did like drums and stuff. But like, I had yeah, band. I, yeah. Or, well, I don't know. Mr. Montecalvo. Is that you say his name? It's uh, been, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. They, he, uh, and my brother was like in some, and like part of that, that group. And he, he, he did drums for a little bit. Um, uh, but my brother was pretty lazy for the most part when he was younger. He didn't he, like he always refused to do all these different things, and so I think they like forced him to do DJA, and he just stuck with it since. Uh, but this, I guess the same thing was with me when I was an eighth grader, you know, and they forced me to go out for the high school team. And I remember getting my fucking ass kicked. Uh, I I actually showed up to practice late, like during the season, because everyone else was already up in pads and stuff. And of course, within the first three days of practice, you have to be uh, un you can't be in pads yet. And so I remember I had like one of those uh i think the brand was actually named fisher now that i think about it like those pads that you will hold up i think the brand was actually called fisher uh, oh. and uh i remember i have to hold those for every time they hit me because obviously i wasn't wearing pads and i remember garrett green he, he i remember like the very first play i was put in uh holding up a pad he like totally went up full speed and flat me out right on my ass holding up that pad during like one of their plays <laughs> That's funny. yeah and i and i think after that happened like like the coaches had to like tell the, some of the older guys like himself to like to Garrett being like, Hey, these guys are eighth graders. Like don't hit them all the way, especially since they're not wearing pads either. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And I just remember just getting laid out on my ass and all I can remember thinking to myself is like, okay, this is going to be really rough for me. <laughs> mm, yeah. But, uh, and I, and of course I, I think we brought it up before here on the podcast, but, uh, I wanted to quit my junior year. And, uh, honest, like looking back on it, honestly, the reason why, like, I was like, like, I didn't really have a good reason to quit football. I just, I don't know. I was kind of going through a lot of like stupid teenager shit, I guess. And, and that's how I was senior year. What, what did you say? Senior year? Yeah. That's how it was for me. Senior year. That's yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, like, obviously, uh, when you look like in, during high school, you think you're, at this certain maturity age where you know what you're fucking doing. But now that I'm in my 20 early twenties, I look back at myself in high school. I'm like, yeah, I really was not that mature in high school at all whatsoever. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, either way, I still came back and played, which is good. I, uh, I mean, to be fair, Tristan, I think you're a little bit of, uh, you're a little bit of a motivational person to help me go back and play. Cause you commented on all those Instagram yeah. posts. Yeah, I sure did. I remember that vividly. Yeah. Uh, you did that all at once too, didn't you? You just went from one post to the next and you just commented like something different. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, spammed your Instagram. It's like, wow, uh, th this, uh, you would have looked a lot better if you turned out for football or, so, I don't know, or something yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, cause like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I looking back on, it, I just thought the reasoning was so fucking stupid. Uh, but that was also kind of when like the football program started to kind of go downhill too, because we had to get a new head coach, which even though the season was really fun because we had a JV only schedule, uh, but, uh, for the most part, you know, we didn't have a lot of people turn out for football either. And that really yeah. sucks. Uh, it, it, like, especially since like, especially for me, because, Nobody could replace me on the line for the most part. So I never got taken out of a game. I played like offense, defense, special teams, 
never got taken out because there's no substitutes that can take my place. And, and it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard playing through a whole game. And I, and you know, sometimes when I even like watch uh, football here at home, like whether that's college or NFL, I think to myself, like this person only plays on offense, that position they're playing on offense. That's all they fucking do. And all I can think to myself is I had to fucking play on both sides of the line and special teams. And all I can think to myself is like, if they're only on offense, they get to rest up during when their defense is out there or special teams, and then they're able to get ready and go in when they're, when they have to go out there. And, yeah. but for me, it's like, I'm wearing myself out throughout the entire game when mm-hmm. playing it throughout the whole time. It, it sucks. It really fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, for those of you who are listening and maybe you're in high school right now, and you're skeptical about trying out for sports like football, for example, just fucking do it. Like, I think you may actually find a lot of enjoyment from it uh, because when I first started, I honestly, my first year doing it was not like a huge fan, honestly. Second year doing it still wasn't really that big of a fan, uh, but I was definitely starting to enjoy it a little bit more. I definitely learned a lot more when trying out. And so, yeah, my junior year, when I finally came to my senses to go back out again, I was like, yeah, I'm really happy I came back. I actually, I realized, like, I needed to be honest with myself and be like, yeah, I actually do like playing this sport. Um, yeah, and whenever I was eight, that was my first year ever playing. I didn't make a single tackle. And then whenever I was nine, I made one tackle. And then I played again when I was 12. And that's when I started getting better at tackling. And that's when I started to actually like the game more. But back to uh, Black Ops 2, whenever you were saying that you didn't have a TV in your room, I, I remember exactly where you played video games at. Do you remember whenever I came over in 8th grade and we played Nuketown Zombies in your living room and we also played uh, NCAA uh, on your PS3? I kind of remember this, really vaguely. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I remember I was Florida and you were some other team and I destroyed you. Oh, yeah, I was terrible at playing that game. Like, I remember playing with my dad when we first got it, and he would kick my fucking ass. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, it's funny growing up. He walked in, and he was like, Florida. I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I Was that 08, NCAA 08? I think it was the 08 game that we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, it was 08. I'll have to, like, I'll have to see if that game still works on the PlayStation. We haven't even touched our PlayStation in so long, but I wonder how bad the graphics are. Hey, <laughs> I'm back no, and they're playing not it. good. But, you know. I mean, even on the new Madden, they're not amazing, right? Even on the new football games, but they're supposed to make a new NCAA game in the next That's right. Years, they sure. are going to try and make another college game. And that, is it because one of the reasons why they're trying to make another college game is because college players are now able to get sponsorships and earn some sort of like revenue for being a college athlete? Because um, I believe I, that has something to do with it. Yeah, because they haven't made one since NCAA 14. Mm-hmm. That was a good ass game. And again, like, you'll find it on eBay for like 100 bucks. Yeah, they don't have college. Is there like no college sport games at all made right now? Like not even basketball. I, I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, that would be interesting if they did a basketball one too. Actually, uh, imagine mm-hmm. like imagine if they did do a basketball one. And oh my god, this would actually be a really good idea. They create a ba- uh, a video a basketball video game for college players, but you're able to do a uh, March Madness tournament, and you could actually go up against other like people in the tournament that'd be so sick i don't know that'd be cool yeah that'd be so cool something to go for i uh, i don't know i was gonna say that growing up playing sport games uh, i've always
always kind of dissed on them because first of all, it's like the same game every year. And you hear about that about Call of Duty as well, which I understand where people are coming from when they say it, but sport games literally are the same game every year, except like rosters are updated. Uh, they add in some new elements uh, to the game as well, even though they seem like they're getting stale on that recently, especially with uh, Madden series. Uh, but I've like after playing like NBA 2K17 or I think it's 2K19 that I have and after playing that I started playing a lot more. I was kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I'm actually starting to learn a lot of things about basketball that could have benefited me when I played in high school, especially when it came to like certain post moves and like certain decisions. It's mostly decision making is what was kind of going through my mind playing them. And I realized to myself, you know, some of these like critical thinking decision makings that uh, this, this is my English is just fucking terrible right now. My God. <laughs> but yeah, like some of the like there's certain moments where you have to make the right decision in order to make the basket, for example. And I felt like I didn't really have that when I played in uh, high school, but playing NBA 2K, I was able to like really see that. And I'm like, damn, this actually would have translated really well in high school. So I, so honestly, I, I regret a little bit not playing sport games uh, while I was uh, still in high school or in middle school. I, I, I've learned to appreciate them a lot more and I don't actually own any Madden games. I'll, I'll, I'll have to buy like maybe the next one or something. I don't know, but yeah, I definitely do it. I, I get I get Madden's every single year. Yeah, and like, and then with Madden, I think it'll definitely help me understand football a lot more than what I currently do right now. And I think mostly that has to do with players, uh, like, because the players definitely play a huge part in football. I mean, I guess they do in any sport, but like, uh, like since football, the NFL is something I enjoy watching a lot more than the NBA. Uh, I want to understand it a lot more. And I want to understand who the players are, uh, and I feel like I can get a better understanding with that when I play the Madden game. So I'll, I'll maybe I'll buy the next Madden game, and I'll I'll, I'll see if I how much I can get into it and have a better understanding especially with play calling on offense that's like the one thing i still have a hard time understanding uh, a little bit uh, but yeah i don't know i i started to appreciate sport games a lot more uh, uh recently but yeah back in like high school like i used to always diss on them because i'm just like oh it's the same game every year like what's the point of even playing it uh, but now that i started playing nba 2k i'm like wow i've actually started to learn some things i couldn't learn on the court so uh -huh. i don't know that's had to go on a little tangent there. <laughs> yeah, it's oh yeah, it's not too late to get into. I try with two K, but it's just like I'm just not really in basketball anymore. I try to be if it's about a team, I would definitely be into it, but it's just hard for me to follow it. And mm -hmm. I've been more into baseball lately. Like I, I thought about getting the buying the show, but I don't know. I it's just that kind of thing where I think about it, but once like I turn on my xbox or playstation whatever i don't really think about it anymore yeah the show well it's funny because the show that used to be a playstation exclusive and now it's on xbox right yeah and when you load mm -hmm. it up doesn't it show like the playstation like logo and stuff like that like it has like some mm -hmm. playstation loading screen pop up or i don't know it's kind of funny you see it on the xbox um mm -hmm. yeah i've seen with baseball i started to appreciate a lot more i still not like really that into it but i try to keep up to date with the mariners as much as i possibly can like whenever they win and lose games uh like there was a game they had last week that i was kind of watching a little bit with my parents and they were ahead six to four i think and then within like maybe it was like the fourth or fifth inning like they end the other team ended up getting a comeback because of like the mariners like really shitty mistakes uh not catching the ball not passing it correctly or at the right time and it just really screwed ah. them over and uh, the mariners are can be really difficult to watch honestly uh, since they're like yeah. one of the worst teams in the I mean, fucking they, league. Let's end in playoffs 
last the time they made the playoffs, you were two years old and I was three. Yeah, but, you know they're actually they're actually looking really good this year. I mean, Mitch haniger has been hurt. They've they've been doing really well. They lost today to the Rays too, but they won oh. yesterday, and I'm, they're they're looking really good. Like, I'm I'm really excited for this year. Since 2019, I've been 2022 is the year that they make the playoffs, and so far, I mean, I, I definitely think that's still going to be the case. I, I well, it's funny because like the last five years, I keep hearing people say that's like, oh, this is the year they're going to make the playoffs. This is going to happen. I remember last year they were extremely fucking close. It came down to the very game. last game, but it yeah. also. So, uh, it didn't have to do with them necessarily winning the game. It also had to do with like these two other games that were going on and they had to have these teams lose out, but they didn't end up losing out. So, uh, they weren't able to make the playoffs, but you know, uh, the one thing the Mariners really got to focus on, and I've actually kind of heard this, uh, through the sports uh, radio that I, I listen to every morning and this, I can't even remember what the name of the station is, but they uh, were talking about how it's 7, 10 AM. Is it what? 7 AM. No, I don't think it is. It's it's uh, seven ten a.m. is the best one. Yeah, I listen. The number is ninety three point three. I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. I I came across it and I didn't realize that they were they talk about sports, so I thought it'd be interesting to listen on their takes. But uh, one thing they brought up, and this is totally true, is that the Mariners they always wait until like the second half of the season to start winning a bunch of games to make it to the playoffs. This time, they what they need to do is focus on the earlier games. Okay, you you gotta like get all those wins early on. You can't just like wait until it's down to the last wire and start winning all these. Games and then hopefully try and make the playoffs and then it doesn't end up happening. You got to win the games early on, but you know it's not an easy thing to do with baseball, especially in the MLB because they play so many fucking games. Yeah, it's over a hundred games, and I mean it's not how you start; it's how you finish. I feel like if, if we start going on a roll after the All Star game, I think we're going to be just fine. Hmm. Yeah, All Star is always like the mid midway point in the season. Yeah, I and uh, the only I think the most iconic I could be wrong about this. I my baseball history is not super great, but uh, I would say that I think the most iconic player from the Mariners is probably Ichiro, and I definitely remember him playing a lot when I was younger. And Griffey Jr. Oh yeah, him too. I forget. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Randy Johnson. He was a beast pitcher. And Kyle Seager retired at the end of last season. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that he was a good player to watch, uh, but it seems oh, yeah. like the, the Mariners, the Mariners, get, they get, you, it seems like they always get a lot of these like really good players, but then they last like one or two seasons. Usually it's one season, and they play for a different team, and it's like, well, fuck, like there goes that player. Yeah, my my Mariner is JP Crawford, and I mean we we extended him and we got him. For like a, He's good. A steal of a deal. I mean, we we got him for a bargain. I can't. He's remember. a shortstop, right? How much exactly? Uh yeah, shortstop. Yeah okay, yeah 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 he's really good. Yeah wait you played DJ uh, baseball too didn't you? Yeah I played junior year also I was a pinch runner because I was the fastest player on the team. <laughs> you were really you're the fastest? I didn't know yeah. that. I, it, in baseball yeah yeah it, it, but like I I did I didn't hit the ball a single time. Oh yeah my batting so... average was point zero zero zero. Oh <laughs> I never played baseball in high school like I thought about it like doing it my senior year just to do it but i was kind of like i don't know play like going from football and then the basketball it's it's just it's really hard because like once our football season's over literally like the next week or two weeks later it's basketball season like they're back to back and with baseball yeah. it's like the same thing you know it's like kind of back to back with uh, basketball season and it's like dude i need a break from playing sports hey like, but i felt yeah. like if i did play baseball all four years of high school i probably would have stayed in shape a lot more uh, mm-hmm. but baseball, like, I just remember being really boring playing it as a kid. Uh, 
And I, I remember this very vividly. I remember my very last time ever going up to bat in a baseball game. This was like, it wasn't, it was like little league, I guess, because it wasn't pitching machine. It was like the year after pitching machine or something yeah, little like league. that. Yeah. So, so little league, I remember my very last time ever going up to bat. I and I think it was a home game too, actually. And I remember I, this was, this is kind of embarrassing, honestly, but I actually hit the ball in the grass. Like that was my only time I ever hit it in the grass. Every, all the other times it was just, it never went past the dirt. And I don't even think I like hit it in the air either. I think I'm pretty sure it just rolled into the grass and they, they weren't able to get it. But like, that was my last time ever going up to bat. And I remember being really happy with myself being like, damn, I actually finally got the ball into the grass. And that was the last time I ever went up to bat in baseball. I remember, uh, yeah, it was junior year. Uh, Preston Hall hit the ball, and it was a foul ball, and it went by, it went uh, over the fence behind us, and mm. it was dead silent in the middle of the game. And I went, "It's out of the park!" <laughs> <Getting weed sports. laughs> it's and out of run. the park. <laughs> I forgot that you could play baseball in Wii Sports. I never really did that. Yeah, home run. Home I, run. I remember it vividly. I I love baseball and Wii nice sports. cock. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, that was the bowling one. <laughs> Wii bowling yeah. was so much fun. Holy fuck. Oh yeah, I like the tennis, tennis and boxing. Oh, my brother loved boxing. Ian, he loved doing boxing, and 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 he'd always kick my ass too. I don't know how he did it, like, but like his strategy was to just move like the Wii remote and nunchucks like as fast as possible, and that's how he yeah. would always beat me. <laughs> uh, but my, I think my favorite was actually golf. I actually really liked playing yeah. Wii golf, and, and I guess Wii Sports is. Uh, I don't think it's called Wii Sports. I think it's called Nintendo Sports now. Coming to the Switch, which I think would be interesting. I did not know that. That's I have. It's really exciting. Yeah, I don't know if it's already out yet. I'm not sure. You know, let's look it up. We got Google, guys. The power yeah, of sure Google. Do. Nintendo Sports. I think it's called Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo Switch Sports. <clears throat> oh my God! It comes out on April 29th. <laughs> well, let's go. That's in a few more days. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that the day this podcast goes live? It is. Holy shit! How yeah, <laughs> do you know? If you're listening to this right now, I'm playing Switch Sports or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he's, yeah he's, he's home after yeah. work playing Switch Sports. Yeah. I, I do want to. Did you ever play Wii Sports Resort? It was yes. On the mid after, and there's a bunch of sports. Oh yeah, I loved. That yeah, one. I remember you could fly in the airplane and go around the island. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had the I, I, the sword fighting was really fun because I remember there would be like the bridges and have like that kind of like intense like Wii music playing, and you were like, and like yeah. every time you knock someone out, it just like make that like certain uh, noise. I, I can't even think of like what the noise is, but yeah, I just remember like always like <laughs> I always thought it was funny holding the sword in front of you, and I would just like wiggle it back and forth really fast and just hit him really easily. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, the, the second version of Wii Sports Resort, or the, yeah, the first I guess yeah. yeah Wii Sports Resort. But no, they also had archery. I remember doing that too. Yeah, I remember that too. Man, God, the Wii was really something else at its time. Uh-huh. Man, that, oh, yeah. that was crazy. I remember getting that for Christmas because uh, I think it came out like the the holiday see that holiday season. My par- yeah, like, I, I remember being so shocked that my parents got like he, it was basically like, like our family console. Like no one really owned it. Uh, but uh-huh. yeah, I remember like they they gave uh, my brother and I for Christmas that we. Uh, oh my God, I was just like it was so much fun. Ian got really into uh, Mario, uh, like the Super Mario games. Mario Kart, of course, is legendary like everybody loved oh, yeah, i got game. mario kart on the switch it's... uh super smash bros wasn't too bad either but i i don't think i didn't really get that much into it but it was still fun to play when you had friends over 
Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong was another game that my brother played because um, he played because that was actually the time when he got surgery on his on his legs. And, and uh-huh. so I remember him being in a wheelchair and him just playing the Wii the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, but I remember playing Wii Sports. I was probably like the one thing I played a lot. Same with Mario Kart. Uh, but I, I don't know if I really played. Oh my god! I remember, did you ever play like Nerf games on the Wii? I never did. No. Oh my gosh! It, like I remember, like I had this Nerf game for it, and it like the game actually came with like an actual Nerf gun, and you would put the controller in the Nerf gun, and that's how you would use the like aim and stuff like that. And I remember, being, I loved. Okay. I loved Guitar Hero. That was the main one I played, and they came with the guitar, and you put the Wii remote in it oh i never played it on the wii i think i've played it on the playstation though oh yeah yeah oh my gosh and then i remember playing like a clone wars game oh man what other i didn't really play that many games i guess on my wii but yeah wii sports definitely super nostalgic mario kart super nostalgic i was really impressed with mario kart for the switch that plays really well uh, yeah i love it that's my favorite game to play on the switch yeah and the thing about the nintendo console it's so unique because practically every game for it is exclusive to the switch or to the nintendo console Uh, i love the backwards compatibility too because i mean they have an nes emulator they have a nintendo 64 emulator they have a super nintendo emulator as well yeah yeah i never played at those older ones though nintendo was was my first nintendo console huh i remember as a kid my my dad asked me if i wanted a ps3 or a three xbox 360 or a wii he like gave me the option to pick, and I end up choosing the Wii. Do you regret it? Looking back, uh, yes, and I end up getting a 360 at some point. So no, not really. But at oh. the time, it was, yeah. I mean, like, and I bought my, I bought a PS3 senior year. I got one on offer up for 50 bucks. <laughs> oh really? I yeah, I still have it. And Jeez. then uh, yeah. So I mean, so I got to experience all of them. I mean, it was so cool with the PS3 because it, it was free to play online. Yeah, that's true. But the services were terrible, and they had that whole hacking situation where everybody's like identities yeah. like got like figured out. Oh god, it was like really yeah. bad situation. I don't know if my dad ever got hit by that. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure, but I do remember like there's times where I wanted to play online for PlayStation, but then the PlayStation Network was down, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like so inconvenient. But I remember when I got a 360, and of course you have to pay for to actually play online, and but like because you have to pay online, the services are much better, and so you the Xbox Live was never down i can't even remember the last time xbox live has ever been down actually like i can't can't remember remember. so they've done a really good job and i'm sure playstation has since you know they started doing their paid subscription with the playstation 4 uh but regardless uh it's pretty crazy like how much gaming has evolved now i mean it's so huge i mean i don't consider it to be like normal yet at least with content creation anyway uh i feel like a lot of people still frown upon it like i always have people come up to me i shouldn't say always <laughs> but i mean like i'm some yeah, popular people, fucking really yeah like, oh my you? god are you the fucking spartacus 200 oh my god please sign my tits <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but no uh, i i once in a while I'll, I'll get people come up to me that i know personally a little bit and they they'll be like oh do you still make youtube videos and they try to act like all excited or whatever it's like dude like i know you don't give a shit <laughs> like I, like no one gives the fuck that i make yeah. youtube videos based on video games that i'm playing like maybe if i did mm-hmm. blo- not blogs but vlogs or more like yeah why don't you 
eh, I don't want to show myself out there. I, I mean, like, because, like, when you think of vlogs, it's, like, them traveling to, like, some foreign country or showing off, like, their expensive Lamborghini or something. I don't know. Uh, like, there's, like, there's something more, like, that's kind of, like, how I've always pictured vlogs is, like, showing off this lifestyle that's really unique that most people don't have. My lifestyle is fucking boring as hell. If I did vlogs, people, no one's, it's not going to be interesting at all. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Thing. Yeah, it's like, okay, so um, I'm going to work right now, uh, and then, like, yeah. I'll, I'll cut it out. I'll be like, okay, I'm going home from work right now. Oh, here I am uh, about to edit this video. Oh, by the way, uh, these are uh, glasses I wear every time I play video games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just do your everyday thing, but just do it naked. Oh, it's like, it's like, I know once, I know your birthday is only supposed to be once a year, but personally, I like wearing my birthday suit every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, God. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'll ever do a vlog. Like if I do uh, IRL stuff, I mean, I don't know. It might be like a once in a while thing. Like if it's like some sort of setup I have. Uh, which I actually kind of thought about doing, but at the same time, I'm like, do, like I'm only doing this for the sake of making a video. Like, I, there's like really no point, honestly. Yeah, whenever we do in-person ones or live streams, have you thought about like wearing like a horse mask or something like that, <laughs> or something to, like cover up your face? Yeah, well, I was thinking about that because I'm like, well, if if we're gonna do video uh, podcasts, I should probably wear something decent. Uh, like, make sure like my hair doesn't look like it's fucking bedhead because I'll take a nap beforehand or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also thought about getting a green screen. Uh, I think that would be really cool uh, to showcase. Uh, I, I think a green screen would be so fun to mess with. That's kind of like why I wanted to start doing live streaming more and uh, have do face cam and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. I just think it'd be something fun to mess with. Uh, but I don't know. I, I haven't really thought too much about what we're going to do in person stuff because who know who fuck, who the fuck knows when that's going to happen. I hope it happens sooner rather than later, though. Uh, and that mostly kind of depends on... Um, I guess how much money I'm going to have save up and like how long I think like my kind of plan is to like get past this probationary period at my job, which of course is like three months, 90 days, something like that. And after that, I think that's when I'll like want to move out, which will yeah. probably be around July. I think July is when my probationary period will end. And speaking mm -hmm. of, you know, how, how long I've been working, I've actually been working 17 days now, not including the weekends. And to, it's actually funny because I was thinking about this and it turns out today marks the exact amount of days I worked at my previous job. Nice. <laughs> so, so starting tomorrow, I will surpass my previous job, which is a good Let's thing. Go. And yeah, for those of you guys, yeah for, yeah, for those of you who don't know, my previous job, I got fired. Uh, it, it was kind of a shitty situation. I was not happy about it at all whatsoever, but I couldn't really do much in that situation, unfortunately. Uh, either way, uh, I I do like the job I currently have right now. I feel like I'm getting a lot better understanding of it. There's still a lot I need to learn, and I'm trying the best I can to understand it. Today wasn't really the best day at work, but everything's everything's all good. Uh, but like, I haven't made any major mistakes either, uh, which is also mm -hmm. a good thing. Uh, and I'm like super, uh, I'm very picky about when I do make mistakes because if I catch on to it, I'll like really beat myself up about it and I'll make sure like it doesn't happen again. Uh, mm -hmm. and so either way, I, I really I'm like the job way. I'm currently at. It's nothing really related to my career. Hopefully at some point I get into the bookkeeping portion, which is why I'm a little bit more interested in. Uh, but either way, uh, I think this job is really going to help me get 
other jobs in the future based on like some of the small details that I have to come across uh, when I'm at work. So yeah, I don't know. I like my job. So I'm going to surpass the amount of days compared to the previous job, which I'm happy about. Uh, so yeah, things are looking good. Uh, but hopefully I will be moving out after that, my probationary period, because I, I just want to be on my own, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap up today's episode, actually. Uh, we're actually over an hour and 20 minutes right now. Uh, but Damn. yeah, make sure you check out the landing Instagram. There should be a link in the description for you to check it out. Also, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel, The Spartacus 200. And of course, follow me over on Twitter as well. Uh, I don't think, is, is there any other social platforms I need to mention? YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I don't think there's anything else. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, Anchor. of course. Follow follows us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, so you're always being up to date on when a new episode goes live. Uh, but those are my last words. You got any, Tristan? Nope, that's it. Cool. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See ya.